you know how I approach things sort of a bit more on the spiritual slanted side. I was actually thinking about that at work. Yeah. Yeah. Just what, like, like what? Anything specific? No, just that I like I like that about you. Mm. And even though that I'm not like that, I like that about you. And then I like that we can be friends. And I think that there's a lot that I can learn from you because yeah. you think differently to me and yeah. vice versa. Vice versa. And, and I think that that's a- I don't know. It's, you know, like, okay, there are people with different beliefs and there are people that are assholes. 100%. But, you know, so it's not like, you know, all right, fucking people that are the same sex shouldn't get married. That's an asshole. That's not a belief. But like, just, you know, different beliefs about what is and why we're here and stuff like that is I, I like when people can have different beliefs and just fucking I get along and be open to learning <sighs> from each other. See, I wasn't sure if I was should save this for the show because it's kind of like a bit of a like- real conversation. Nah, dude, we've started the show as far as I'm concerned. All right, cool. Let's fucking do it. All right, shall we introduce the show then if, we, if we're going to- Yeah, yeah. Hey, have everybody. Well, yeah. Good evening. We're back. We're back, bitches. <laughs> dude, so this is like the longest streak we've gone without doing one of these. And you know, this is like the first time I'll ever say that if there was anyone that was hanging out for it, I'm actually sorry it took us this long <laughs> because we fucking tried, but- yeah. It just, you know, now that real life is kind of coming back mm. and our schedules just aren't fucking lining up for anything other than band prac. And so it's like, it's really hard to get, get this. But you know what? It's fucking, it's like midnight now or something. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. What is it? It's uh right as of right now of this recording, it is literally 11.59. Oh. So we're, yeah. Almost merry midnight, everyone. So, yeah. so, sorry for the late episode, but also like. Yeah, we're do. Yeah, we're doing what we we're, do, we're doing what we can. What we can. We, maybe here. maybe we'll ch- like we started uh, uploading on a Tuesday just because we wanted to say see you next Tuesday at every <laughs> episode. But we can. <laughs> yeah. we, we could look into uploading on a different day if like our schedules line up a bit better. We could we could probably change the day in which we we put things up regularly. See, I don't think it like. You know what? Yeah, you know, I was gonna I was gonna be like I don't think that really matters. Like when we put it up, but mm. I mean, like, yeah, true. We don't have to actually make this regularly. Maybe we can make this like a few times a month. We get together and we just spew our thoughts. Yeah, we'll just play it by ear. We'll play it by ear. But, but you know what? We'll also is, see you next Tuesday. Yeah, we'll always see you next Tuesday. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> You're the reason why we put we have the explicit uh, symbol next to our <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Yeah, if I wasn't on this show, this would be a family-friendly podcast. This would be an absolutely family-friendly, commercial-friendly podcast. But instead, like everything we approach, we're going to approach it with an abrasive punk rock attitude. And I I appreciate that about you, Dylan. Oh, man. So, uh, going back to what we're talking about. So, this is kind of a real conversation, but it is something that- Happened to me at work. Um, yeah. What, today? No, not today. Um, last week, actually. And it got me- It sent, it sent me down a spiral of thought because I, I- And I thought it was actually like a pretty interesting topic to discuss. But so, we're at work and as of right now of this recording, we have to wear- we're, It's mandatory to wear masks inside again. Yeah. Correct. Due, due to, uh, I think, a person from the Australian Open who's come over. Uh, was, there was one person infected and- I'll be real with you, man. I make an active fucking effort to stay out of touch with how or why. I just kind of do it. And that might seem a little bit complicit, but at the same time, I'm just like, I think it's the only way that it's going to get things done is that it's like that army mentality of like, okay, let's say it is this one person that fucked Mm. up. 
we got to suffer the consequences. And that way everyone knows that it's not just them that they're fucking with and they don't fuck up. They do the yeah, right I th- thing. I think we were, we were talking about this earlier at work and we were saying how it's, it's kind of a bit like when the teacher would keep everybody in the classroom in <laughs> at lunchtime because one person like fucked it for everyone. It's your lunch, guys. It's your lunch. It's guys. your lunch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway, for whatever reason, we're back to wearing masks again after a yep. period of time in which we were- we didn't have to wear masks. Which fucking sucks, but also wear them. Don't be a little yeah, bitch. Yeah, 100%. Like no one fucking likes it. And you know, I, I'm not sure if we've kicked anti-maskers off our podcast before, but there's a fucking door if you're well, an anti-masker. See, I, again, you're you're bringing up a facet of this this topic, which I I kind of I wanted to, I want to talk about a little bit as well, and it's just this idea of approaching people that have different beliefs to you, and I think perhaps one of the reasons why. So okay, let me maybe I'll I'll, I'll keep I'll continue with like the anecdote and yeah yeah we can get into Go for it. it. But, um, this we, we were talking about it. And we were having some banter about um, Dan Andrews and like he, him making us wear masks again. Our, our, our boss is like a little bit more. I don't know, middle of if we want to consider it a spectrum. You know, he's got like anyway, like he's a centrist. Yeah, a little bit more. Like he, yeah. he just kind of believes in whatever, and which is something that I I, I respect that because you, you're not at least flying. You know, some political football club flag yeah yeah, yeah. you know like you know, fucking labor or die liberal yeah or die. exactly yeah. like I, I you know you know people should just i feel like people just should vote just on policy and and people should educate themselves if that if that's something that they you know are going to partake in well you know just to sidetrack for a yeah. second a couple of years back i i don't know how the thought crossed my mind but i made the analogy of like in the drafts in uh afl in mm. football it's like, all right, let's say you're picking someone to be on your team. You're not just going to fucking pick some guy. Like when you're looking at the team, you want to know about who the players are, mm. what their good qualities are, what they can do for you. And it's yeah. like the same. You're basically just drafting someone to be the captain of Australia, yeah. you yeah. know. And <clears throat> I think that's where that public servant thing comes in. You know, like it's like, all right, everyone's the coach. That's, you know, why they're public servants or whatever. Sure. And we're drafting this guy to be captain of our fucking team. And mm. it's like. People just get in there and don't think about it, you yeah. know? Yeah. So, and I guess through this sort of, I, I, I mentioned it like a divide, right? So. No. So, you were saying that um, Dan Andrews has made us stop wearing masks. Yeah. Or start wearing so, masks. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, I feel like because of the, because there's been a divide or because there's been a conditioning of like this, this idea of there being a left and a right, the two sides, it's kind of created archetypes. And so, when you consider a conservative person- Yeah. Uh, or my idea of a conservative or my person. I- yeah. Our idea, you know, whoever's idea for, of a conservative person. The, we were having this banter and a guy in the, in the, in the gaming room overheard us and, and jo- decided to participate in this conversation- and decided to share his views oh, and his opinions. Okay. What? And and basically I I started he he opened up <clears throat> something to do with like some sort of conspiracy thing and my <laughs> yes. bo- my boss when some cunt just unleashes Pandora's box he, on you um, for no reason. <laughs> he, yeah, he opened up like with like a pro Trump oh, thing. Dude, Australian pro Trumpers are my yeah. fucking favorite. Yeah. They suck so much. <laughs> <laughs> It's like fucking and and then and he went on to talk about how the the votes were fake and that sort of thing. Is that for the recent election? Of yeah, a, for yeah. the most recent oh, uh, presidential election. Um, 
and he's then talking about the tr- this idea of the truth. Also, like uh, to visit this website. I can't remember what it's called, but it's it's some four it's some four letter acronym to do with like the it's it's a Catholic church thing, and they'll tell you the truth. And it's it's like a news a Catholic news website or something like that. But anyway, he he wanted him to talk about that, and basically, was it the Catholics United News Telegraph? It might be, yeah, or cunt as it's known. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I, I think I think I don't know. It, it was some four-letter word though, and yeah, he 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 went through those two things to which our boss, uh, who I was talking to, completely dismissed that. And he was like, "Oh, you're not one of those conspiracy theorists, are you?" Like, yeah. So he he basically just like labeled him, yeah, and was like, "Are you crazy?" Yeah. And, and he, you know, he, he got quite aggravated by that. So, I tried to, like, at least kind of be the middle ground a little mediator bit. Mediator. Yeah, the mediator. and all, But also, uh, like, I guess share with him where I'm coming from as well. So, from from the election, we then went to, you know, Christianity and stuff like that. And he directly oh. asks my, you know, our boss, I, do you believe in God? And, you know, he- what did he say? See, because I'm still trying to, as far as working there goes, I'm still trying to get a gauge on this guy. This is across the bar. This is an older gentleman. This is an older gentleman. And I can talk about the kinds of- Essentially, he was just participating in something he wasn't involved in. But it, it turned into this massive discourse. And he, from the election and politics, he then went into abortions. Oh, God. Uh, or, or, he, or his stance on being pro-life. And then after that, he went to, oh, yeah, homosexuality. Oh, classic. Yeah. Classic when Um, some old cunt just gets up on it. Yeah. (laughs) And so, I had to kind of almost defend the contrary position because I kind of felt like his facts were like a bit muddled up because, you know, our boss was also replying to him, you know, with statistics and stuff like that. And it got me thinking about discourse and it got me thinking about like, you know, how there is a divide and what we could do to like minimize that. And perhaps that is just simply with like a bit more like kindness and respect, perhaps rather than dismissing someone, maybe trying to understand where they come from, but having that from both sides. So, what I found with this conversation with this gentleman is that he only wanted us to think and he wasn't willing to be open-minded himself. And so, I wanted to like at least talk about it on the- like, you know, people often talk about this idea of like, oh, we should talk about these things. If we talk about these things, it'll, you know, get better and we'll have a discourse and, and that sort of thing. But it doesn't really work unless both parties are open-minded and, and are listening and, and trying to see the other side. So, it got me thinking about a time when I was growing up when there was a, like the three things that you wouldn't discuss- with other people. I don't know if you ever grew up with that like rule or anything like that, but I was always taught. <laughs> Growing up, there was a lot of, don't say that Dylan. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I didn't, I don't think I had any specific rules. Yeah. So there was like this idea, it wasn't like a law, but I knew growing up that you never talked about politics. You never talked about sexuality and you never talked about, uh, what was the third one? There was three, but they the the three topics that basically. What all- if the third one was the previous two rules or like these sets of rules? <laughs> Never ever bring up that these rules apply to you on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I, it just it got it got me thinking about this time. It wasn't like a rule, but it was just something that was always taught to me. Yeah, okay, never, interesting. Because they will, would inevitably cause an argument. 
Yeah, you know, it, well, yeah. Yeah. I could politics, yes, sexuality reli- probably reli- should. Sorry, religion was the the third one. Religion. Oh yeah, religion always. Yeah. Religion always. Yeah. I do you know what? But I have had friendships where I can talk about religion or like spirituality mm, and yeah. beliefs. Like with a sense of you know what? It's the same as what you were saying before. It's like your common interaction with things like this are going to be People saying, no, dude, you need to open your eyes and see my point of view. And then, you know, and then you'll like, you know, more. Oh, dude, that's a booze. Oh, yeah. We've uh, actually ordered some um, a couple drinks to uh, to Dylan's place uh, and and the uh, the the delivery driver is here. So I'm just going to I'm just going to keep this one going. Um, I can't actually remember what drinks he's got us. But, yeah, I'm just totally going to keep all of this here. So Dylan's just um just gone to get it and uh, he oh it looks like he's just come he's just come back so we've got a we've got a couple of drinks pack of yeah we got we got some seltzers some lime seltzers I couldn't I couldn't remember what we'd ordered yeah no yeah. some lime seltzers it was uh you know there was no like sours or anything and I know that's like. <laughs> the beer that you prefer that, that's the uh that's my current drink of choice at the moment i don't know what it is but it's it seems to be the most appealing alcoholic yeah. drink so that, that was a fucking nice put- dude i feel like they're very hit and miss for a lot of people you know some people like them and then a lot of a lot of beer drinkers i know fucking hate them like you know well yeah because the thing is they're not bitter and i think that's the uh yeah kinda, oh train that's the kind. <laughs> Sorry, I just remembered once someone inboxed us saying that they counted the amount of times a train. Jackson said it to us at Parkwood Christmas. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And fucking now every, like, just when we're potting, I just think about if I hear the train, I'm like, oh, that's one. That's two. That's three. <laughs> Was, would that be number one for the episode? That would be number that two, be- I think, because we record. Um, you know what? It depends where you cut in the intro. That's true. But, um. I, f- I feel like we could, I think we just started, didn't we? <laughs> yeah, we pretty much hit record, started talking, and then we were like, wait, is this a podcast? And I was like, fuck yeah. It is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So, uh, actually, this kind of brings- we, we, can, we can keep talking about what we were just saying, but- The long and short of it is basically that I enjoy friendships and interactions with people where rather than trying to convince you of their point of view, mm. they share their beliefs- and they listen to what your beliefs are yeah. and they kind of respect them and then find the crossovers yeah. and, you know, respect the mutual beliefs rather than trying to force an entire way of life. That that them. would be like the so dream like, scenario. That's that's kind of what I would, you know, dream for. A buddy for. of mine from back in high school, Matt, not the one that you know, yeah. but um, yeah, like we had a catch up and he was like, you know, back in fucking 2013 or 2014 or something. And I always knew that he was Catholic and I just like, I was just curious about like why he, why he chose that religion or what, you know, and what he believes to be his core values Mm. and, you know, why that's representative of him. Mm. And he shared his beliefs and I shared, you know, my beliefs on things and like sort of talked about why that was a part of me. And then we just, you know, and there was a lot that I respected that he said and there was a lot. You know, that I said that yeah. I'm sure that he was like, yeah, cool. That's fine, man. Le- 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 I, I will say, like, for the record, you know, I, I don't actually have any problem with, like, the fundamental ideas of religions. I think no, I have- No, no, the, organ- the, the, the institution. The organization or the, the corporation, if you will, that yeah. takes advantage of people- um, both emotionally and, and financially is kind of the part of it that I just don't really I can't fucking with. believe a current affair have never done 
a piece on why the church are like dull bludgers because they don't pay tax. That's a good bit. Dull bludging religious institutions <laughs> in your area. <laughs> Find like- out who's been dodging that. <laughs> <laughs> they do those gritty, like low angle Dutch shots of like churches and stuff like their yeah. hoons racing or something. Yeah, it's, it's like full like grayscale with like some like red shading. Yeah. In, and sh- you've just got like, yeah. you know, just yeah. like these exactly. sound effects. <laughs> and it's just like they've just agreed to, for some reason to like do a bunch of walking shots for a current affair as well before <laughs> they get interviewed. <laughs> like there's just already pre-recorded this like walking. Yeah, know, yeah. yeah. they always do that shit. Or, you know, like their fucking computer specialist hacking away or whatever. And it's just them clickety clacking on a keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> That was a, that was one of my favorite bits on the Chasers War, yeah. the the the, uh, the current affair segment oh, that they used to do. Yeah, they would always um they would always pick a, a certain lesson um or a trope of a current affair shows and uh, <laughs> they would uh, put them to the test. I suppose. I really wish that the Chasers War, like, just like as the program that it was, sort of like you know how they did it on ABC. I sure. wish that existed today. Yeah. I feel like now is when we need them more than ever. I yeah. know that they still do stuff. Yeah, 100%. Like, I know Chad, uh, Chaz does uh, the- I think it's Good Morning- Not more Good Morning America, but he does um, some show on the ABC to do with the American politics. Yeah, yeah. Um, he co-hosts that. And yeah, I, I think a bunch of them do a bunch of stuff on the, the ABC. But it was just when they were just like at that absolute peak of like, mm. you, like they've got the platform for it. And they don't give a fuck and they just went for it. Like when um I can't remember what his name was, but he got on the sunrise and broke up with his girlfriend. Yeah, Chris Taylor yeah. gets on there and he's just like, get the fuck out of my life. <laughs> yeah, and Koshy's like, what? <laughs> you know, like- oh, That I'll- was like from a whole bigger segment on the show where he tried to divorce his wife. And he the first bit he tried to- um He put a uh, sheet over like a an overpass bridge that- he knew his wife would drive past on the way to work that just said, will you divorce me? Um, and then I think he also went to some like music festival and got up on a microphone and was just like, oh, like, will you please divorce me kind of thing. And apparently, you know, the bit was that she was in the, the bathroom for that. So, he had, she had to, so, he had to go on sunrise to like make sure. Sh- so, because he knew that like she would be watching. Yeah. Yeah. And he was yeah. like, get the fuck out of my life. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Such a great show. Yeah, dude. Chases were on everything. If anyone's ever uh, not seen that, you should check it out. You, you know what? Similar vibes to South Park. Mm. As far yeah, as like. Poli- like very political. Well, like, yeah, the, I guess the delivery of the humour comes off as something quite childish and juvenile, mm. but the greater, uh, the you know, message. like the greater joke that they're kind of making mm. and the absurdity that they're pointing out, it, you know, actually has some underlying relevance 100%. and like isn't a dumb joke in itself. Yeah. Well, and also- They this just was, deliver it in a dumb, funny way. And that's the perfect kind of humour. This was, this was coming out like during like the Bush admission- yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember, I'm not- Oh, was it the Pentagon that they snuck Chaz into? No, it was Apex. It was the, um, like, 
So we used to host a um, like a political conference, and international leaders would would uh, would come visit for this this conference. Yeah. And um, George W. Bush was going to be there. Um, so Chaz, one of the uh, cast members, dressed up as Osama bin Laden. Yeah, yeah. And um, <laughs> they were escort. Like they got through all these different security zones. They got really far, and they decided they were like, "We've gotten way too far into this. This is a massive hole in security." The fact that we're able to get through here, and so like they, w- they decided to get out of the cars and just walk down the street. Rather than like they were like, <laughs> we're too disguised. Clearly, we'll just walk down the street as Osama bin Laden and his security. Yeah, and just drug out, jog outside the building where George W. Bush is um, staying. They, they weren't. They weren't trying to be subtle about it either. No. Like it was no. like Chaz was a spitting image of what you'd imagine Osama bin Laden to look yeah, like. Hundred percent. Um, yeah, like- And they, they, they ended up just- a, They got a bunch of flack for that. Oh, dude. I remember Chris Taylor having to apologize on uh, the Today Show, which my mm. parents watched in the morning. And yeah. I remember seeing his apology on the Today Show to Carl Stefanovic and all those apologizing to Australia. And it's like, dude, you're not the ones that should be sorry. Are you, that was such a fucked up thing that that was able to happen. Like, well, was plus that, it's like- Was that the- um, Was that from the Make-A-Wish Foundation joke? Or was that from the- <laughs> Because there was a couple different times in which I'm- I'm talking specifically about the uh, the this, Apex this. one, but- Oh, all right. <laughs> but the, I also, yeah. They had the eulogy, I remember all, you the know eulogy song uh, controversy. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Chase's Wall were great. Yeah, they absolutely were. Oh. were. Like, right before that, like, edgy humor got popular on YouTube. Yeah, you know like- what? This, that would have been the last facet of edgy yeah, television. On, on television, <laughs> absolutely. But yeah- uh, what I was going to bring up before, actually, was to do with the seltzers. You you mentioned a tweet um, about how you, like, uh, race Uber drivers home. Uh, yeah. So, tonight, you actually ordered these while we were on our way here in the car, and we were going to essentially, like, try to beat the delivery driver beat to yours. by a fucking mile, dude. Yeah, I know. It took ages to get here, but- I can't believe booze took this long to get here as well, because literally, like, I've ordered it. You just got to get it off the shelf. Yeah. And give it to the fucking driver, right? I mean, like, just, you know what? Someone feel free to inbox and enlighten me if I'm, like, missing out on some huge step that takes ages and yeah. I'm being fucking ignorant right now. If I'm not being ignorant right now, then it seems like the only thing you gotta do is get it off the shelf and give it to the driver. And it took, like, fucking 40 minutes. Like, this shit, you know- At can- this time of night, yeah, it's pretty pretty weird. But unless it was just, like, that driver was coming from somewhere else to pick it up. And then, like, the time it took to get there and to get here was that long. Yeah, I suppose so. Mm. I mean, look- Like, I'm not not mad or anything. I was just, like, (laughs) perplexed at the time. I was like, really? That fucking long? We've um, just recently- I I started following an Instagram page called Takeaway Trauma- What's it? What's it about? It's um essentially like a bunch of screenshot reviews from like Uber Eats and Menu Log and and all those sorts of. Apps. Oh, this sounds fucking. No, yeah. I know where this is going. Yeah, this is whole, people and it's, taking it way too seriously. Yeah, or like <laughs> also like the great responses from the restaurants, so you, the restaurants can respond to reviews. Oh, oh, um, yeah. So like, I'll I'll get an example up. Could I have a read of one, please? All right, I'm gonna pick one at random here. All right, Scott left one on the 7th of November, 2020. 
two stars. Pizza was burnt when it arrived, bracket, both of them were, and bracket. Unfortunately, I don't think I will ever be going back here again. And then the response here is, those pizzas you received wasn't burned, it was charred around the edge and you paid for too much extra toppings. You people greedy, too much toppings, <laughs> no good for any pizza and needs well bake, otherwise will be undercooked, okay? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so. <laughs> so it's just an entire Instagram of this sort of stuff. Someone, another one, three and a half stars from Cam, and then the, no no review from Cam. But the restaurant responds: "You people will swallow anything when is free of charge. You get what you paid for is hurt you for some reason." <laughs> and then like five exclamation marks and question marks. This is a good page. It's I like this. Page. This is quality. But uh, the the circumstance of racing your Uber driver it reminded me of a time when I've actually done that. Um, yeah. I totally, but it was like totally by accident. So, I what I'd done was I went to go order the Uber Eats, um, but I just wanted it to sit in my cart and I'd lock my phone and then I'd drive home. Yeah. What I accidentally did was place the order so then it was up to me to get home before the delivery driver. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, and you just put on some fucking like, just some absolute hype music and you're like, yeah, right, went foot full, to the floor. Allegedly went full baby driver on this one. <laughs> uh, no, it wasn't that. Well, I wasn't that. Wasn't Kevin Spacey in that movie? Oh. <laughs> Damn. It's just a reminder for everyone. <laughs> I, you know, I still like American Beauty, still one of my favorite movies for so many reasons, but yeah. fucking it's what damn it. Yeah. It's what we in the writing industry call foreshadowing. Apparently <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, it's so weird that that actually happened. Fucking. He's always played some pretty odd characters, eh? Well, yeah. And he's seven, always been- Pay It Forward. Yeah, Seven, Pay It Forward. Uh, he was in K-Pax as well with Jeff Bridges. That was a really good movie where he played an alien and Jeff Bridges played a psychiatrist. Right. And he was basically trying to determine whether or not Kevin Spacey was fucking crazy. Yeah. Or actually an alien from outer space. The Usual Suspects. Usual Suspects. Uh, Kaiser Soze. Yeah. Kaiser Soze. Yo, you know what? Not Kaiser Soze, if you haven't seen that movie, because that's a fucking oh, spoiler. Shit. Yeah, true. <laughs> true. We'll have to bleep that out or something. Yeah, yeah. That's a great movie. I don't want to spoil that for people. Yeah, actually, you know what? If you haven't seen The Usual Suspects, fucking go go watch that movie. There are two movies that my uh, that my stepfather showed me when I was like 15, 16 mm. that were very formative to me, and uh, they were- Fucking The Usual Suspects and Goodfellas. Yeah. Goodfellas is a flick. I know I st- you still haven't finished it. I haven't it. finished it. We need to do a night where we watch Goodfellas. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Actually, next fucking pod we do together, yeah. uh, we'll watch Goodfellas and then we'll pod right off the back of it. All right. Interesting. All right. Well, let us know if you want to hear our thoughts on Goodfellas. We don't Fresh. give a fuck what you want to hear. Yeah, We're yeah. just going to post it anyway. I'm just encouraging engagement. That's all I'm doing at this point. Yeah. <laughs> We do give a fuck what you want to hear. Yeah. <laughs> That's I'm just taking the shit. Um, yeah, no, I do want to see good. I want to finish Goodfellas. I do really like that movie. It was one of those things where I just like I had to stop it uh, halfway through or like two thirds of the way through because like I had work or you know had to yeah, yeah, interrupt to it do. for some shit and um, well, dude, I just lost it, the momentum and I never got back into it. It's not like it's not like Shawshank Redemption long, but it's no. like a fucking long movie. It's, it's it goes a, for a minute. It goes know? for a hot minute. So, <laughs> but yeah. So 
Um, you you mentioned that you, have you have you ever raced home a delivery driver? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, actually, so the the other week, this is what what's gone down since fucking, or one of the things that have gone down since doing mm. between doing podcasts. We haven't talked about what the fuck's been going on. Lately. Yeah, Jesus Christ. All right, we should talk about that. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'll give the give full, the rough and down full rundown. Okay, so I think since the long, last podcast, I uh. When I went up to Painesville to visit my old man for his That's birthday. Right. Um, and when I came and like I went up for a couple of days and I had to come back for work and I was going to go up on the day of his actual birthday because it was his 60th and like I wanted to celebrate mm. with him. Uh, and when I got back to work on the first day, I was going to work two days and drive up the third day. And after the first day of work or the first night rather, go to my car and the thing won't start. Mm. And like I try, I'm like, is it the battery? Try jumping it nothing turns out it was the fuel injector but basically i had to leave my car there for at work for a week and fucking train up to painesville yeah which was like you know what v lines aren't bad actually yeah it's pretty quick it's yeah quick enough it was five hours but yeah uh you know as far as being stuck on a train for five hours Mm. better that than one of the met cunt dog shits (laughs) 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 it's a class act yeah yeah i was like how do i follow up this joke (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah so anyway my car fucked it left it there for a week because rather than calling a mechanic i was gonna waste some money on that shit Mm -hmm. and uh zach the fucking legend was like you know what you get the part i'll show you how to install it so he helped me install it. I learned a new thing and it cost me literally the part. And I just, out of courtesy, bought him a pouch of tobacco because he's a smoker. Yeah. Um. Anyway, then I was like, sweet. All right. Now I can actually drive to work rather than getting the train every day. And a couple of days into driving to work, closing up one night, I fucking banged my hand on the dishwasher so hard that it cut my finger open and I could see the fat tissue underneath. Uh. And I was like, hospital time for me again. Uh. And so I got that stitched up and they were like, you can't work for a week. But actually, and here's the thing that night was, sorry, I'm just rambling, but you know, yeah, and I'm not sorry. I'm please. just going to go for it. Actually. We're running. We're, we're given the rundown. Yeah. That's yeah. That's what we're in the middle of right now. Exactly. This is a rundown and, it, <laughs> and I'm just scrambling it up, but you know what? I'm going to find my feet again because at the hospital, I rocked up there. I finished at like 9:45. You know what? I finished the clothes cause I'm not a fucking bitch. That's right. I was like, I'm going to wrap this little cunt up. I'm going to finish mopping the floor and then I'm going to go to the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> you mean like you're just mopping up the blood that's just dripping from your hand? Oh, dude, I had to keep cleaning fucking blood off, you know, clean plates. I'd like, they'd come through the wash and I'd be like, sweet, time to go back. And then I'd bleed on the bitch and then I'd be like, I got to wash it again. <laughs> so, you know what? I probably got to the hospital later than I should have, but I rocked up there at 10 o'clock. And there was already a line to like the fucking reception nurse there that's Mm going to like check you in and make sure a doctor actually sees you. Yeah. It was Dinesh's birthday. And I was like, oh, I want to go visit Dinesh before time's up. And he said about one o'clock is the cutoff because it was a weeknight. I was like, fair enough. I'm in there 10 o'clock and I'm like, surely it's not going to be that long. I was like, how long do you think it'll be just on average? They were like, look, it's a really busy night tonight. Probably like three hours. And I was like, oh. and you know, it's not their fault. Like, I don't blame the hospital yeah. at all or anything just, like that. It's just a tragic situation. It's just situation. fucking unfortunate. And I was like, oh. So, I'm sitting there in the waiting room. The current affairs on. <laughs> I was just like raging. I was like, what the fuck is this doing on at one in the fucking morning? This is horseshit. <laughs> Didn't get in to see the doctor till like 1.30. And then, yeah, ended up getting out at 3.30. So, it was like a fucking long night. And I was like, oh, God. But- 
you know you, you they, kept that you went ham on twitter that night yeah dude i hit it's cuz i had nothing else to do i'm just yeah. there in the waiting room infuriated by the fact the very fact that i exist yeah. and i'm like i'm just going to you know spew some funny takes into the fucking void yeah. and you know what i've actually running the twitter has been the one thing this year that i've just been like you know, since doing it, I'm just- I fucking love it, man. Yeah. I love just posting shit. <laughs> please go please go follow the Twitter at Reside Band. Yeah, yeah. If you want to just- I, You know what? There's a tweet up there. Actually, if you hear this and you want to fucking be a real one, there's a tweet that I put up the other day that I don't have any likes, and I think it's actually some of my best work. It's uh, hot sauce condoms. <laughs> Go go like that tweet and then I'll know you're a real one. Yeah. Hold it down for a real one. Hold it down. But anyway, so then I couldn't work for a week. Yeah. And then I go back to work and I'm like, sick. I'm back at work. This is good. And then fucking on the weekend, I played a gig with Vatic, which went really, really fucking well, except for the fact that when I moved my car for parking just after our sound check, I- opened my fucking door without looking at my rear view mirror and some dude on one of those electric scooters slammed into my door when it was like perpendicular to my car mm. at like, it must've been like 30 to 40 Ks. He slammed it pretty hard. And thankfully he was okay. Yeah. I immediately was like, holy fuck, dude, are you okay? I was, I was very, very concerned about him, but I was also a little concerned about me because this dude immediately looked like he wanted to fucking punch me in the mouth. Just kill you. Yeah, he was like, and fair enough, dude, I wouldn't be happy either. I'd be Uh, pretty fucking upset. As you always say, though, it's more a hit to the ego than a, you know, a personal attack. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, um, but, you know, I like, you know, he- Kind of looked Calm at himself, down. looked at the scooter, and he was like, yeah, yeah, I'm okay. I said sorry profusely. And he just kind of drove off. We didn't exchange details or anything. Yeah, he just let you have your know. But now- Yeah, but well, now my car door doesn't close, so I had to fucking ucky strap it and <laughs> duct tape it shut. Uh- and, just, and I was driving to the freeway, and I was just like- I see these cunts all the time driving their old shit boxes held together with gaffer tape and I always have a chuckle to myself about them and now I'm that cunt. <laughs> it's a very humbling moment for yeah. me. But um So basically you went from cars fucked, hands fucked, cars fucked again. Yeah, essentially. And so that's where I'm at now. Cars fucked again. But you know, the silver Zach's being a legend again and he's like, yeah. I'll find you a new door. You pay for the door and I'll show you how to put it on. <laughs> wow. Like Zach's pretty much, he's like, he's been a real one for me. He, yeah. uh, like any issue that I have with the car, he's helping me out with, That's he's cool. teaching me how to do it. So, cause he's like, he's been of the mindset and he's kind of built his knowledge around cars because he believes if he can do it himself, why fucking pay someone to do sure. it? And cars are such a money pit as it is. 100%. And I think he's absolutely right. And so because of that, I'm like, yeah, I want to learn off you. And he's just so, he's been very, very willing to teach me. It's fucking, it's so cool. He's going to teach me how to service it as well. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like stoked. That's that's great. Cause like, and that, you that's know- where a lot of money goes when it like, people think that they like are losing lots of money when they don't have a car and they're spending their money on Ubers and like all that and train fares and whatever. Yeah. But man, cars do yeah, be dude, expensive. Oh well, yeah. Like, all right. You know, there's shit that you can't avoid like rego because that's money you owe the yeah. government, but it's like, and petrol because it needs the petrol to exactly. run. But if you can like avoid, if there's any sort of tinkering you can do on it yourself, do it like that. 
I can't imagine. All right, you know what? The thing with Painesville, where my fuel injector yeah. was fucked. The, uh, what I would have had to have done is get it towed somewhere and then like looked at, assessed, and worked on. Yeah. And I don't know how much that would cost me, but I'm thinking like to get that towed would at least be what I ended up paying for the part, which was like 140 bucks for the yeah. part. Yeah. And then you know, pack of smokes is a pack of smokes not cheap but like yeah you but, know there's you know, less there's, than a mechanic they're you know they're not triple digits yeah so all up i spend less than 250 bucks total yeah. like i'd be pushing 210 actually yeah and you could be paying like 400 yeah exactly yeah. and so and zach's just being a legend and he's like yeah absolutely you know and he he gets something out of it as well mm. but and he just apparently likes teaching so it's great and another time zach's been a fucking real one is uh <laughs> When Dinesh and I were like, wouldn't it be funny if we convinced everyone to call me cum guts? <laughs> <laughs> and like, you know, and like, you know, Dinesh goes around and starts Chinese whispers and gets everyone to call me cum guts is like a mean name. But really, the two of us perpetuated this as a yeah. prank and they all took the bait. It's <laughs> a social experiment at the end yeah. of the day. It's a social yeah. experiment. We just thought that'd be hilarious. And so we, I was like, yeah, yeah, call Zach, call Zach, start with him. He calls Zach and apparently Zach was like, that sounds really mean, man. I don't want to do that to Dylan. Aww. And I was, we immediately gave up on the joke and I was like, Zach, that's the fucking nicest thing ever. That's You're so like, nice. Yeah. Zach is Zach's a total G. Fuck. I love that kind that's of so sick. much. That's awesome. So the gig was good. The gig was awesome, man. The gig, you know, we had a good turnout. Fucking all the bands crushed it, actually. It, mm. it was a really, really good night. And, uh, yeah, the pit went the fuck off for Starve. It was huge. Yeah, it looked pretty massive. It in was pretty Instagram mean, dude. stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The sound was also massive. The fucking lights looked sick. Fuck yeah. Um, yeah, it was just- And it was a good time, you know? It was mm. like one of those gigs- All right, do you remember the Thornhill Christmas show, actually? Uh, the one that you guys open for? Yeah, the Manhattan. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, it was. Did you did you stick around that night? Yeah, I watched. I watched every band. Yeah, yeah. Did you get on it at all? Uh, I got in a little bit for Thornhill, and who was one of the other opening? There band? was Parkwood. Mm. Us Thornhill stuck out. Might have been stuck out. I got a little bit amongst it. Yeah, as yeah. well. Did you get on the drinks at all? Uh, no. I think I was. Well, if I did, I probably might have only had one or two because uh, I was okay. driving. Well, all right. What's yeah. another? What's, you know what? Bad example. I'm going to pick a gig that we've played, actually. What's oh, yeah. a gig where, like, we've gone and it's just been good vibes. Everyone knows each other. People are just getting on it, having mm. a good time. Everyone's laughing, bantering. All the bands are sick. <sighs> <laughs> With Reside on the bill, it's kind of hard to pick one where all the bands were sick. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because if we're, you know, we're not sick to begin- No, actually, we we did say we were going to say the best band in the world is is our band, you know. <laughs> so, that, that was one of the notes in, in, in my phone. I will clarify <laughs> that I mean the best band to be in. Like, oh, the best band to be- Yeah, that's y- true. We may not be like- you know, you know what? Fuck it. We are the best. No, band we are in the, the world. best band. Fuck it. Yeah, fuck it. Fuck anyone that doesn't think so. We're the best band in the world. Fuck it. Yeah. But it, it's like so being. I'm just sorry. I'm just jumping ship on what I was saying before to yeah. get on this. It is so much fun to be in because we get to do stuff like this. You know, we just just do stuff like this. Talk some shit. Mm. 
uh, do the fucking, I don't know, stupid promo videos. Like, it's just it, more and more, it's kind of growing into something where rather than like, you know, just being sort of a band, it's kind of like, we got any idea? Yeah, all right, let's find a way to use yeah. Reside as the medium for it. I'm like, kind of to bring it back to full circle, archetypes, right? Yeah. Like, I think like most bands want to like portray some sort of archetype, you know, like with their branding or whatever, but I- kind of feel more fascinated by just like doing away with that and making the brand just us and what, what our ideas are, because I think that we, we have ideas and we have resources um, to, you know, make those ideas a reality. And and, and the more kind of- ideas we make, the more we can grow and the more resources we can gain. Yeah. I also just because like, I think it's super inspiring. Like, you know, Frank Zappa, had like a room dedicated to all his like records. And that was the point of his music, right? Like he just wanted to make music for him and yeah. keep a record of it. That's, that's kind of what it's like for me. Like, I just want to have a record of all the shit, the cool shit that we did in our life, you know? Yeah. hundred percent, man. Like, yeah. no, I'm totally on board with that. And um, it's like, if, you know, we've got this ship that we can use to mm-hmm. launch any idea. And it's like, why wouldn't you do that? Yeah. Like, I don't know why limit why limit yourself and just you know if you've got things that you want to do surely there's a there's a way to do it with something that you already have yeah exactly we I you know I always again bringing it back full circle I'm not left or right wing I just don't really like big companies <laughs> and I don't want to be a big <laughs> you, I just don't like big local yeah and I don't want to be a part of big local exactly man you know what that was it was. <laughs> It was good to have- That was the good thing about the gig on Saturday. It was good to have an ethically sourced local gig. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. like- F- um, Fresh, you know, You know, organic. it was- It was just- uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where we're going with that. Yeah, bit, no. But I liked it though. I was going to say something to table. Single like origin. Table. Single origin. <laughs> yeah, Melbourne. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's, <laughs> it's- So, it's a single origin gig all from Melbourne. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Handcrafted, yep. Local show, run, run from the heart, run yeah. from the heart, run, run from know, the actually, soul, and that run, yeah. run from the lost soul, lost if you soul. Will. Yeah, actually, I do want to give a shout out to fucking Josh because this yeah. it was the first gig that he's run, and it was a huge success. So this is coming back to what I was saying. Everyone had a fucking ball, and it was just, it, it was just a terrific. A terrific night, a terrific vibe, and I don't know, it, it, it packed out, everyone got on it, and it was just, I, I had such a good time, and mm. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm super proud of him, like, for first show, it's like, I couldn't, if I was running a first show, I'd be fucking running it out of a garage or something like yeah, that, you yeah. know, or like- I don't know. I don't think I'd be, you know what? I, I tried to run a show at one point and I was unsuccessful at it and it didn't end up going ahead. And so I fucking have mad respect for Josh for not only going through with it, getting the show together, making it happen, but then it was so fucking fun and I'm so keen and for I, if he's going to throw one in the future or I, when he's going to throw one in yeah, the future. Yeah, I think he's got a big future of putting together some uh, really good lineups. Yeah. He's he's already done it once and I reckon he's, he's going to do it again. He's got good taste, that fella. Yeah, the man has taste. The man has taste. Except for the fact that he likes Columbus. (laughs) (laughs) That, of course, is a joke. (laughs) For legal purposes. (laughs) For legal purposes. Shit. Oh, that's funny. All right. Well, actually, before we we wrap up, because I reckon it's 
just about time. What have I got? That was actually a joke. Big love to Columbus. <laughs> <laughs> um, we've got a gig coming up. We do. March yeah. 13th. Yeah. Um, we've been- I'm actually so fucking excited. Yeah, exactly. This I is think- another reason that this is the best band to be in the world. Yeah, we've started like- Well, I shouldn't say we started, but we've been rehearsing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You know. things have happened yeah things have happened we've been preparing for it and it's it's really cool to see like so we haven't like gotten into a re- i say we ha- we're starting rehearsing this week because we haven't kind of gotten into the room yeah it's yet not been a rehearsal pl- room yeah. it's just kind of been a in it's a been studio. in the studio and we've just kind of been playing at a very low volume and even at a low volume it's kind of come across pretty oh you know you try to keep it at a low volume but it's just so fucking huge (laughs) you just can't get a hold of it and you're like it's getting out of control you know at a at a rehearsal studio at least it'll be safe you know because the music's gonna go fucking off (laughs) (laughs) we're just hyping people up now for the show no but genuinely it did actually still sound fucking huge in your little like recording studio studio so um, we announced the second show today. Like, and put tickets on it. So. Also March 13th. Yeah. We're, so, we're doing a late matinee. A, mani- uh, a manatee. Ma- manatee. Yeah. A mat- <laughs> <laughs> we've got a five o'clock matinee show. Um, so, if you, uh, there's still tickets for that one. So, if you want to buy one, they're, they're in, they're, yeah, on, dude, they're on socials and shit. Fucking get one. Tell and your mates you know as well. Actually-, actually you know what? If if you're listening to this and you do think about getting a ticket, make it a challenge to make the matinee show fuck harder than the yeah. actual show. Matinee shows like historically have been always the lower energy, you know, the the more chill kind of kind of harkens back to like a time when I was doing like EU twelve VCE music exam where you had a panel of people just like blankly staring at you yeah or like what big sound was yeah exactly so um and then obviously the later show when people get a bit more alcohol in them is a bit more looser and it's a bit more higher energy so it would be pretty cool to get you know the 5 p.m show to be looser than the 8 30 show a, a, a thousand percent you yeah. know what come have a beer with us at the 5 p.m show you know what i was thinking what's up I was thinking if we had the time, we should organize a day drinking event where we get everyone in a, in a park in the northern suburbs and we just get everyone seshed up for the 5 p.m. show. <laughs> <laughs> Do I need to talk to HR about that idea? <laughs> well, no, if everyone's cool with it. Yeah. Dude, like, you are HR. Like, what are you talking like about? Like we make it like I'm a, talking we, to HR. We, like we entice people. Maybe we could do like an like an acoustic thing, or we can have some sort of I don't know. Entice people with like a, like a listening party or something like that. And um, I don't know. This is just an idea I've got in my head. But don't be surprised if we put on some fucking park. You, you know what? Up. You know what would actually be cool? Mm. Bring a couple battery powered amps. And we'll play a little set. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. We have like a, either a listening party or we like, you know, like whether we play some new music on like a speaker or yeah, or we, you know, yeah, perform something. Just yeah, have like a, yeah. You know, do some, do some tunes. You know, I don't know if you want to come along to that. You come along, bring some drinks or bring whatever else. <laughs> It hasn't even been organised yet. I don't even know why we're telling people. No, we've just organised it right now. It's happening at an undisclosed time uh, in a location to be confirmed. Yeah. And- uh, On on the day of the show. On the day of the show. And we'll have to leave because we'll have to do our load in and and sound check. But um, other than that, we'll- we'll Liam and Dylan reserve all rights to pull out of this agreement if they choose to. (laughs) (laughs) Just need to get that one out of the way. (laughs) 
So now that we've sufficiently plugged our, our stuff, should we wrap this one to go? Yeah, I yeah. will actually just quickly say yeah, please. how much fun I've been fucking ha- having playing the new stuff as well. Mm. Like, I, I, you know what? I've always had fun playing stuff in this band, but this is a kind of excitement that I haven't felt in, uh, I'm not sure if I've felt. Yeah. It's like, it's very, very exciting mm. because like- I'm doing something different. I'm playing differently to mm. how I'm used to. There's a bit more going on in some senses, but a bit less going on in others. Uh, Your I'm, role has changed. Yes, I'm making fuller sounds, and it's and it's coming together so quickly. And I thought that there was going to be this big learning curve, but a lot of it seems to just be coming intuitively. Yeah, and I'm really, really fucking glad about that. My favorite thing, and we will see when we get into the room together on Thursday, but. I think the cool part about it for me is, like, this return to, like, playing more live music. Yeah. Like, I've- I don't- Look, I've had my time with, like, computers and, like- And lip syncing. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Having my parts replaced um, with backing tracks. Oh, we didn't need to take it there, mate. You can keep your parts to yourself. (laughs) (laughs) That was a good one. Thank you. That was a good one. Um, Yeah, like- I, th- that has a place and, and, and certainly there's, there's no, you know, beef with bands that, you know, run their operation like that. But I do really like where we're headed with just being able to just do well, everything in a live sense and not really have to rely on samples and, and stuff like that. I think that's one of the facets that, that adds into how much it excites me mm. because, like, you know, I understand how, why and when it's a necessity. Yeah. For things like, um, for, you know, running a backing track. Yeah. Um, 100%. But- It makes things a lot easier. Oh, a thousand percent. But if you can- But like, I don't know, there's just some sort of little- You know what? It's the part of me that still fucking loves dinosaur rock, where they did it all live, but it was only because it was just two guitars, a bass, a drum kit, and some vocals. The other thing, too, for me, is it's what I miss a lot with them- that sort of performance as well, where like it's kind of structured, yeah. you know, is I miss that like, oh God, I, it's a feeling I haven't felt since university and, and, and late high school, but like mm-hmm. communicating like with other musicians, like in an improvisational way. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like if we wanted to extend a section or something like that, I know our set kind of isn't as rigid as that, but I would love to kind of, get back into like songs where like we can we, jam we can jam yeah no dude i'd would a thousand percent be down for yeah. that yeah i just i i want to be good enough that we sound like we're like that tight that we're playing with a metronome but actually just be playing live but any solos can only be played in super lydian <laughs> <laughs> as a music reference yeah. yeah i'm not sure if you've heard of music yeah, but uh, that was a music? reference to it yeah <laughs> all right that seems like as good a place that seems as like a great place um thank you very much for everybody who's uh who's listened so far um and if- thanks for coming back to it after such a long fucking yeah. wait because thank- even like even i'm like upset at how long this has been thanks for bearing with us we're, we're gonna have more i, I want to get i want to get a few more guest episodes on because i i think we've got lots of things to talk about with with people that we know yeah i definitely there's a couple boys that i'm gonna get on really soon mm-hmm. but you know i oh, another train but i 
you know, I'd, you know what? I still want to keep like a weekly output if we can. Yeah, you, and we'll, we'll give it a we'll give it a red hot go for you. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna try. Twenty twenty one, the year of trying. Yeah, the year of the the year of the trying. <laughs> Fucking, it's been a trying year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you know what? I, yeah. There's been silver linings, but we've yeah. said we'd wrap it up about five times anyway. Yeah. So, so yeah, buy a ticket to our show and um, thanks for listening. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I've been Liam, and I'll remain to be Dylan. We'll see you next Tuesday. We will in brackets, see hopefully. you next Tuesday at the Catholic United News. <laughs> <laughs> Way to bring it back to the circle. Sorry. Bye. Bye.